Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fantasy for the Ages, the show where father and son sit down and talk about fantasy, science fiction, and other nerdy things that strike our fancy. Today, I'm coming to you just in a solo episode as I talk about content that Zach could care less about. But one day, I hope to win him over, and maybe this episode will help. But before we get to that, thanks for being here. I appreciate you taking time to watch this content and to consider the things I'm going to toss your way as we talk a little bit about zombie apocalypse literature today. But before we do that, I just want to make sure you're looking at all the details here of how to connect with us. Be sure to check in the show notes, all of our social media, Discord, our email. We love to hear from people. Of course, you can give comments just to this video right down in the comment box here on YouTube. But the best way you can give us feedback is to like the episode. So go ahead, click that. You can do it now. You can always take it back later if you change your mind. And if you haven't, we'd love to have you subscribe to our channel and join the people who are finding us and being entertained by Zach and I and our silliness and occasional book insights. Well, let's get to it today as we talk about zombies. Sort of. This is hardly my first zombie apocalypse episode. You can find a number of other related episodes here on our YouTube channel. The earliest one is actually audio only, so it goes way back in our catalog. It's definitely an area of interest for me and something, yeah, that hasn't quite caught on for Zach yet. But to be honest, I don't think he's tried much. He just doesn't think that he's going to find what he wants to read there. I already have. You know, if you review my previously read books on my Goodreads account, you'll see just how much time I've spent in the genre. So this episode is partly inspired by Zach's arguments dismissing the genre. And he's not alone. I know there are plenty of reasons why people say, eh, zombie apocalypse? Not really my thing. Examples I've heard include, all the books are kind of the same. Uh, zombies are gross. Seeing the worst of humanity is just depressing. And, oh, that stuff is way too graphic. Okay, those are arguments I've heard, and sometimes they might be legit. But this episode is going to be my counter-argument. I'm going to give you reasons why you should give zombie apocalypse literature a try. And if you've never considered reading such before, at least not seriously, Perhaps I will sway you enough to check something out. Here are my reasons, my rationale to try to get you to pick up a zombie book. Number one, there's actually a lot of variety in the zombie apocalyptic subgenre. The very concept that zombie apocalypse stories are all the same just signifies a clear lack of knowledge of the genre. Consider these points. Usually, the zombie apocalypse is brought about by a virus. But not always. It can be caused by magic, aliens, even other life forms imposing this on humanity. There's very creative ways that the zombie apocalypse comes about. How about the government? They can be the bad guy in these stories. Mm-hmm. Corruption, people out for their own purposes, or just ready to burn it all down. You name it. 
But the government can also sometimes be the good guy in these stories, trying to be the last bastion against the zombie hordes, trying to find a cure, trying to save the world. And then they could also be the bad guy because they decided to be the good guy by being the bad guy before someone else could be the bad guy. Very complicated. Some of these plots are truly complex, twisted, and discovering what really is going on is part of the fun of reading these. Your protagonist. Again, lots of variety. Might be someone who's ex-special forces or current special forces and, wow, brings such abilities to the game. Might be a man. Might be a woman. Might be just an everyday Joe. Just a mom just a dad, just a kid, random person can be your protagonist. The protagonist could be the leader of armed forces and bringing the whole military force to fight off the horde, or it could just be some person trying to lead his family, keeping them safe. It's all over the place, and a lot of this has value. Again, variety, the zombies themselves. They may be literally the brainless walking dead, but they might instead be mutating creatures who are getting smarter, much smarter, and developing new abilities, strengths, aptitudes, limbs. I mean, literal physical mutations may be happening. They may be forming civilization, restarting the world in a new mold. These zombies may live forever, or they might only last until winter. They might be dumb as dirt, or they might be able to talk and use machinery. There are so many options out there in zombie apocalypse literature. Oh, and of course, you know, there's the trope that zombies want to eat your brains. That's true sometimes. Others literally want to infect you. There's a compulsion that they must spread the virus. And then there's some that just rage against everything. And it's all mindless and there's no driving force. <laughs> One more place where there's a lot of variety is the speed of zombies. They can be plotters. Just... They can walk, shamble. They can be fast runners. They can be easily avoidable. Or they can be completely superhuman, unstoppable monsters. And in some books I've read in this subgenre, you get all of those in the same series. Again, a lot of variety. Authors have been incredibly creative in developing the zombie apocalypse literature genre. So we should not be dismissive of zombie apocalypse, thinking it's all the same stuff. It couldn't be further from the truth. All right, number two. You cannot predict the endings of these books. I've seen everything under the sun from zombie literature. I've seen humanity rise triumphant, having learned its lessons, and all becomes right with the world again. I've seen people learn how to cope with a zombie-infested world, usually involving a vaccine, a degrading zombie population, and places to live where they can keep the zombies out. Islands mountains, extreme cold areas the zombies can't survive. I have read zombie apocalyptic literature where mankind eventually succumbs to the zombies, leaving no one but the dead. Civilization 
breaking down completely in some of these books, leaving only random collections of people, along with the occasional egomaniacal despot who is living his best life now. Uh, there's one where even uh, the vampires take over. It's like, what? We're talking zombie apocalypse? Yeah, it's an opportunity. The vampires move in or something else. Werewolves, some other creatures, you know, when the power structure is ripped down to the zombies, someone else who's stronger takes the lead. Again, very creative by the authors who write in this genre. Do not assume it's all the same. My third thing is that zombie apocalypse is a wonderful backdrop upon which to tell stories of people at their best and at their worst. Every story is like this to some degree, not just zombie apocalyptic literature, you know, a story is about conflict. We see how the people at the center of the story deal with it. Sometimes they overcome the challenge, other times they fall. But much of the meat of the story is the struggle and what it brings out of people. So zombie apocalypse literature is exactly the same, just on steroids. The stakes are literally life and death. We see some people collapse into themselves in fear, even simply giving up. We see some Follow whoever has a clue or idea of what we might do about this, regardless of the merit of their leadership. We observe others who take a proactive role, doing what they can to help themselves and others, their family, friends, neighbors, a bunch of randos they come across. We watch some who are literally on a mission, specially trained individuals who are committed. They might even be sworn to do their part to help and save as many as they can. And of course, we've got the psychopaths, the Negans, if you watch The Walking Dead or read that comic series, those who see this breakdown of society as the wild and crazy collapse they've always dreamed of, where they can now do whatever they want so long as they maintain the strength to get away with it. Most zombie apocalypse stories have some of each of these character templates. The percentages and plot emphases are what make the difference of how much we see of each. It's really all about the human condition and seeing how people either rise up to excellence or fall down into depravity as the world is destroyed by zombies. Number four, there are so many types of tales. Honestly, there's something for everyone. Whatever your preference of zombie apocalypse style, you can find it. Do you prefer one that focuses on the danger? There's plenty of ZA arcs that are pure pulse pounders with tension and threat of the worst possible deaths constantly around you. Do you actually like the gore really getting into ugh, how, how bad it can be? It's not so much my thing there, but you can certainly find some zombie apocalypse novels where the meticulous destruction and mastication... I think that's the right word, of the human body is the highlight. In great detail, Mark Tufo's Timothy ugh, is a great example. Is what you prefer more about the relationships? Many of the zombie apocalypse stories are framed around family members finding each other and working together to survive. Sometimes it's just friends banding together, but still it's the love people have for each other that drives their efforts, their selflessness, even sometimes their sacrifice. 
How about you like a story that's about good versus evil? Oh, heck, man. We've got stories in this genre where there is a force, a spirit, an entity of evil that is driving the whole apocalypse. And our hero or heroes are mankind's last line of defense, perhaps the only hope the world has. And the story is that struggle. Do you dig the military angle in stories? Finding ZA books with great aspects of special forces in them is easy. They are plentiful out there. You want a special ops force, a whole army, or do you just want one specially trained rogue operator? Again, variety. You think of it, you can find someone who's written that style of ZA book. And let's not forget the humor. One of my favorite aspects in any book that I read, and this holds true in zombie apocalypse literature. I find many of the best ZA books are ones that don't take themselves too seriously. Some series will be peppered with light moments throughout, just kind of breaks up the tension, and it's good for the overall enjoyment of the book. But others will use the humor only periodically. Others will use it constant. And you're just laughing, even as zombies are chasing them down the street. I mean, the variety is great. And again, depending on your interest in humor, you can find something that will fit what you want. Breaking it down. What do I get out of a zombie apocalypse read that I enjoy? An adrenaline rush. Definitely. A good zombie apocalypse read for me is a page turner. I don't want to put it down. I keep going. Even if I'm listening on Audible, I make excuses to listen more. I'll do some extra chores so it can be there in my ears, or I'll go for another walk just so I can listen more to this story. It includes characters that I truly come to care about. That often includes characters that I'm eager to see destroyed, and I really care about that. <laughs> a good zombie apocalypse read will be a bit of a mystery. How will they resolve the story? Inquiring minds want to know. You know, I don't want something that's too formulaic. I want things in here that'll be new twists, stuff that I, I couldn't have anticipated. And, and that's common. Good authors, like in any genre, will drop some hints, there'll be some foreshadowing, but they don't telegraph everything. Uh, definitely in my preferred zombie apocalypse literature books, there's humor. No matter the stakes, my best reads always have some aspects that make you laugh. Uh, laugh out loud. It may be one particular character who just those snarky tension breakers that he drops in here and there, or just a character who's completely wacko, and you can't help but laugh at him. Maybe it's the uh, special operators and the way they are just snarkily snipping at them to lighten the moment, even as they're about to go into a big dark building full of creatures. Sometimes it's just the hilarity of the circumstances that characters get them into. It's like, are you kidding me? What else could go wrong? And they're literally laughing at how, how bad this sucks. And it gives you a chuckle. Whatever it is, I like some humor in my ZA books. I guess the last thing that I really look for and the ones that I enjoy is the last thing. I want an ending that again, won't be super telegraphed. I want something that the author leads me up to, works me to it with a, a bit of a twist. I don't want, you know, to have predicted how this was going to end 
50% through the book or the series. Surprise me. The best ones are like that. It might be a good surprise. It might be a bad surprise. might be a neutral surprise, but still something I didn't see coming. So to wrap it up, I want to give you a few zombie apocalypse stories that I might recommend as an entry into the genre, but each for different reasons. Because again, we're all different readers. We all have different preferences on all the things we read. And I'm telling you, zombie apocalyptic literature has a little of everything. So whichever kind of thing you prefer, there's a good chance you can find a style of ZA that does work for you. If you decide to try one of these that I'm recommending and it doesn't, it's like, nah, that's not hitting, then DNF it. But try another one then. I would encourage you not to give up if the first one you try is a clunker. Because again, the feel, the style, even the prose is unique in each of these. There is some really good writing in some of these zombie apocalypse stories. Try a second one. Try a third one. Don't just give up. Find the gold in the midst of the, the sand you're panning through. I, I just made that up on the fly. I think it works. So here's my exam here, here's my suggestions. I might say to try the zombie fallout series by Mark Tufo. Uh, this one is heavy on the humor. Also lots of curveballs, plenty of things you cannot predict ahead of time and a nice family feel where the protagonist is definitely driven by taking care of his family and his found family, these people who come into his circle. Another one that I'm just reading now is A New World series by John O'Brien. This one is a little more uh, focused on military details. The protagonist is ex-Special Forces, but he's also got family with him. That's a, a compulsion again, and he's trying to keep the family close and make a safety for him while they deal with the hordes of zombies that have come about. Then there's The Remaining by DJ Molay. The Remaining is one, again, where zombies have taken all over, but the focus is on one guy who literally had a mission. If something totally went wrong and destroyed civilization, he's supposed to come back, bring people together, and try to rebuild civilization. Not that he should be the leader, but that he's facilitating whatever leadership is coming to rise. It just happens to be it's a zombie apocalypse that happens and triggers his, his actions. Good plan. Other plans are in the way, and it makes for a very compelling story. Another one, Omega Days by John L. Campbell. These are all series of books. Uh, John L. Campbell's Omega Days is an ensemble cast that's really the lead of the story. With You get little snippets of different people you know, struggling through the initial days of an outbreak and then ending up coming together and trying to make a go of it. And there's some pretty intense action in this one. But also it features a virus that acts a little differently than some of the others. So you definitely don't just have a bunch of dumb zombies in this one. Likewise, everybody who's impacted by the virus in this one doesn't necessarily turn into a zombie. Campbell has been very creative with what happens in this one. Another one is The Undead World by Peter Meredith. It's a lengthy series with... Uh, some of the strangest lead characters in it, some of the least capable characters who find a way to, to make it through, but also has one of the most intriguing characters of any of the zombie apocalypse 
stuff I've read, and that's a little girl nicknamed Jilly Bean. There is a spinoff series after this that really kind of leans into focusing on Jilly Bean. I'm going to do another episode, I've already planned it, talking about some of my favorite characters from zombie apocalypse literature, and the reason I'm doing it is Jilly Bean. So I'm not going to talk more about her now, but she alone is a worthy reason to read The Undead World. Then there's Arisen by Glenn James and Michael Stephen Fuchs. This is the ultimate example of the military-focused adrenaline rush. This is a story that's bam, 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 bam from, from start to end as humanity is trying to find a cure while they're running out of time as the zombie hordes are unbelievably massive and are going to wipe out the last vestige of humanity. And can we stop it in time? So all of those are series that I recommend. The last one I'll give you is just a single book, World War Z by Max Brooks. Now you may have heard of that because of the movie. It was a very successful movie. It's a decent movie, but the book is better. I'm sure you've heard that before. So World War Z is a quick read, different angle than the movie. So if you've seen the movie, don't go, oh, I already know that book. No, you don't. The book's much better. Check it out. All right, there you go. My rationales and reasons and thoughts on the zombie apocalypse literature and why you should give it a shot. I hope you will. If you just, again, you've held on to the stereotypes and have dismissed this, you're missing out. It's not all about the zombies. But the zombies are a creative way to create tension and a plot that has real challenges and issues and brings out people who can be incredibly bad, incredibly good, so selfless, powerful stuff. And that's what we read stories for, to be touched, to be moved by the choices people make. And when the stakes are as high as they are in ZA, you get moved a lot. I don't cry about books. I've been close in some zombie apocalypse, book, apocalypse books because, wow, you get caught up in their plight. All right, that's where I'll leave you today. Again, thank you for watching. I'm going to run our outro here just to remind you of the different ways that you can get a hold of us. Uh, all of these things are down there in the show notes. So I, I most would encourage two things. One, our Discord server. There's an invite link right there. Come hang out with us. We've got about 100 people that are regular on our Discord, chit-chatting about all sorts of kind of books and other media-related, loosely or tightly, to science fiction and fantasy and horror. we got some cooking. we got a pets channel. we got a wine channel. Lots of different things. I also want to encourage you to check out our Patreon. We thank all of the people who choose to support us on Patreon and help fund us continuing to bring content to you. If you like what you see on our channel, we would value your Patreon support. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.